What if you could build a business in the modern world as big or as small as you want without having to compromise the things that were the most important to you in the very beginning? This is the Wealthy Consultant Talks podcast with Taylor Welch and Mike Walker, as they share with you today their learning lessons from stories in their experiences over the past 10 to 15 years and share with you right here, right now. Let's get into it. All right. What is going on, my friends? Mike Walker here, Client Services Director at The Wealthy Consultant. And this, of course, is TWC Talks podcast, The Wealthy Consultant podcast. Excited to have you here for another episode. This topic is one that is near and dear to my heart. This is one that I've lived out in uh, multiple variations over the last couple of decades of my entrepreneurial experience. And I want to share it with you today. I want to share you some insights. I want to share you some um, some ideas and strategies and tactics and mindset that is going to help propel you through this process much faster than you maybe otherwise would. All right. And today's topic is the four stages of evolution, making the shift from entrepreneur to CEO. And this is a big one. You know, everyone has these aspirations, not everyone, but a lot of people. And if you're listening here, probably uh, you can share my, my thought pattern here that, you know, a lot of people want to have the entrepreneurial lifestyle. They want to own their own destiny. They want to be the captains of their own ship. They want to call the shots. They want to, you know, they have a vision. They have a mission. They have a passion for bringing value expertise to the marketplace. And that is, of course, what we spend a predominant amount of our time doing here at the wealthy consultant, especially within our various programs like the consulting launch kit and modern day consultant. Um, you know, we have lots of different training programs, live events, uh, curriculum, all designed to help people scale the mountain, if you will, of this, this curve that we're going to talk about this, this ascension that you take of through these four stages, as you evolve from just business owner slash solopreneur slash entrepreneur, um, all the way up to where you're truly operating an enterprise level business as a CEO. And what I'd like to share with you today is the very first concept that if you are making a transition, say from a nine to five into the world of being your own boss, being your own business owner of an entrepreneur, that's a pretty big jump. You know, I see that a lot. Um, I've seen it certainly countless times um, over the years, helping people develop their own business ideas and bringing them to the market. And, you know, someone's in nine to five, making a paycheck, this and that. And yet they have this inner burning desire, like there's more to life than this. And I want to like call the shots and, and bring something that I'm passionate about to the marketplace. And therefore they want to start their own business. And in my opinion, there's, there's very few things that are as rewarding as that because, you know, we're all put on this planet with a purpose. And sometimes that's working for other people and helping them build their own visions. And then other times it's, you know, kind of venturing out on your own and, and launching your own business. And in some areas you can even do both. You can just, you know, nine to five it and then have a passion project on the side too. There's no right or wrong here. I want to be careful that, you know, a lot of times in the entrepreneurial space in particular, you'll kind of find this like, oh, if you're working for somebody else, you're just building their dream and you're a slave and this and that. And that's just simply not true. You actually can be an entrepreneur at heart while working for somebody else. You can be the entrepreneur of your own department, of your own division. Um, you, you know, you truly can own your own, uh, you know, future in a, in a corporate environment or an environment where you are, you know, employed by somebody else. I absolutely believe that you can still share in the, what I call the entrepreneur DNA, you know, and, and typically those employees, by the way, I will say, just cause I've, I've had many over the years that are like that, they bring the best to the table because they take ownership. They take responsibility. They treat it as though it were theirs. 
And in doing so, they bring a lot of creativity to the table, a lot of outside the box thinking, and inevitably they end up producing the best results and being the best people to work with. So all that to say, hey, that's kind of a separate topic, but I do like to, you know, highlight this, the point that being an entrepreneur doesn't always have to mean that you are, you know, owning and operating your own business. But in the context of today's topic, we're going to basically assume that that is the case or that's the case that you are aspiring to, to foresee in, in, in your future. Then um, I want to kind of walk you through these four stages of evolution because the jump from nine to five to becoming your own boss or becoming an entrepreneur is a pretty big jump. But the jump between entrepreneur to full-blown CEO is much bigger. The gap between entrepreneur and CEO is far greater than the gap between having a job and then deciding to branch out and start your own business. That's a big jump, but not nearly as big of a jump as going from the entrepreneur entrepreneur space and the mindset required to uh, an actual enterprise level CEO. Okay. So what we're going to do is talk about these four stages and then some of the key um, pain points and mindset elements that you're going to need to consider along these four stages. All right. So the first stage we're going to talk about stage one is typically in the range where a business owner, an entrepreneur is making anywhere from 10 K to 30 K per month. That's, you know, that's going to be where you're, you're going to find a lot of, uh, business owners, um, you know, especially solo operators, maybe they have one or two team members, but that's typically where you're going to find them where they're, it's a full blown, blown business. They're probably working, you know, full time, um, and they're pr- probably producing about 10 to 30 K a month. Obviously this is going to vary greatly depending on your vertical, your, your, you know, what industry you're in, what country you're in, all of these other elements, right? But we're just kind of going for a generalized um, concept here. At this stage, stage number one, where you're making 10 to 30K per month, there is nothing greater than sales. Sales cures all at this stage. Okay, so that needs to be your number one focus. And yet typically at this stage, what you'll typically find is that the entrepreneurs are obsessed with the process. They're totally focused on the day-to-day right? They're, they're generally in the weeds a lot. They're, they're kind of normalizing, but in reverse, they're kind of stuck at these baselines or these belief levels in their business. Well, that's just what our market can bear, or that's just, you know, I don't think people are, are resonating with our ads or, you know, there's always something else out there that, that is the reason why they're not growing. But honestly, it's, it's typically just a mindset issue and also an understanding of what it truly takes to reach these go through these four stages, which is why we're talking about them today. All right. So the number one thing you can focus on right now is just sales at stage one. You got to focus on sales. That is the lifeblood of a business. It is literally like the blood that is pumping through the veins of your business. And obviously you can have the best product in the world and, and whatever, but if you can't bring it to market profitably, then you're not going anywhere. Right? So the, the sales, the revenue that you're bringing in is the, the lifeblood It's the fuel to your engine. Um, it's, it's definitely a requirement. Now I spoke about normalizing in reverse, kind of getting stuck in your baseline values and your baseline expectations. Um, belief level is a huge one here at this stage. Typically our people are fairly new as business owners, or they've been stuck there so long that they just feel that, oh yeah, this 10 K or this 30 K level is like a glass ceiling. They can never break through it. And my suggestion here is that you need to fix it through osmosis, being around others who have already reached the level that you're looking for next. You need to get around those people. This is something we see all the time within the modern day consultant program. We have these monthly flyings that we do. And as clients come into the program, they'll be hitting this glass ceiling. We've just been talking about, they get around others and they realize, wait a second, 
my belief level has gone way up. When you actually see people that are, you know, just like you, just going through the same types of, you know, challenges and, and they're overcoming them and they're breaking through these ceilings and getting to these next levels, instantly your confidence level increases and you realize, wait, I can do this. And you eventually just start to, you know, absorb their level of confidence and, and you just basically it becomes an expectation instead of a anticipation, it becomes expectation. Very big difference. All right. So stage one, 10 to 30 K per month. That's just a general point that we see, uh, people kind of, you know, getting stuck there. Now stage two, a hundred K per month. This is where the number one focus needs to be opportunity volume. Okay. And so you, you're making sales. That's great, but you really need to make sure that your volume is there to support growth. Meaning if you're just tackling the same markets, if you're just kind of doing the same thing as you've been doing when you were at the 10 to 30 K mark, you're really not going to break through past 100K. More of the same is not going to produce you better results. It's just going to kind of give you more of the same. You'll be kind of looping back in. You know, at this stage, you're really going to have to focus on um, monitoring yourself for burnout and energy and vision. Because at this space, at this stage, rather, you're you're definitely going to need a couple extra team members to support, you know, fulfillment. You're you're probably still wearing multiple hats. And that's a, that can be a very challenging environment where again, you can very quickly slide right back into this whole mindset. Of, well, this is just how it is. This is what, what we've always done. I'm just working harder to get more. It's very linear thinking. It's like, well, if I work, you know, 60 hours a week when I'm doing 30 K a month, then I need to work, you know, a hundred plus hours a week in order to generate a hundred or 120 K a month. And that's very linear thinking. It's it's not necessarily going to get you to where you truly want to be. So at this level, you really need to start um, having a strong vision because you're going to have to do a lot of things you don't like. You're still going to have to do a lot of the, the nitty gritty details because you're not necessarily going to be able to um, afford a full-blown team to do everything for you to where you can spend all your time in your zone of genius. You'll probably start to actually bring in and attract complications and just elements of operation that are going to require you to grow in areas that maybe you just didn't necessarily want to grow. It's not as fun for you, but the reality is that you're starting to get farther through these four stages and you're inevitably going to be you know, confronted with things about business operations and, and scale that are going to be foreign to you and probably pretty challenging. At this level, a lot of people start hiring a bunch of people to overcome that. They're like, wait a sec, we're making hundred K we're, we're over a million bucks a year rev. Like let's go start hiring, growing scale, right? They start thinking big, trying to overcome the fact that they don't want to have to do these other things, or they just notice that they're, they're starting to grow. But the reality is that at hundred K a month, you're still a very small business by all standards across the, the global marketplace. hundred K a month is small, very small. Okay. And so you really need to watch out for over hiring, um, spreading yourself too thin and not having uh, solid frameworks for knowing who to hire, when, et cetera, et cetera. Inside MDC, we have playbooks exactly for this playbooks being basically, uh, frameworks that you can use to know when to hire, who to hire and where to place these people. There's some really important elements here that you need to consider because a lot of people start spending money as though, they're big time at this point and, and they, they're actually not, it, it's still pretty small and you can be very susceptible to, um, you know, sliding backwards in terms of your results and, and your revenue. 
Now that's stage number two, 100K per month. The, again, the focus, the number one focus is opportunity volume, making sure that you're expanding your marketplace, your total addressable market, what we call your TAM. We need to make sure that we we broaden that out and that you don't have concentration risk, especially in your uh, marketing, advertising, messaging. Um, because again, what used to work at 10 to 30K isn't necessarily going to directly scale linearly linearly <laughs> uh, across um, you know, to hundred K, right. It's just not necessarily a one plus one plus one plus one. It's more like we got to go from one to 10, 10 to 20. We got to make bigger jumps and that's going to require that you do different things because if you keep doing the same thing over and over again, you know what you get, right? The same result. Exactly. All right. So let's move on. We've, we've conquered number, uh, stage number one, which is 10 to 30 K per month. We've talked about, uh, stage number two, which is around the hundred K per month where the focus is opportunity volume. Now we're going to move on to stage number three, which is 250k per month zone. And that's really where you're going to need to focus on systems. This is a huge element because, um, everything starts to break here. You know, you're at 250k per month. You're bringing enough, an, enough clients. You're, you're doing enough volume. It's really going to put the stress on your systems. And if you don't have, uh, proper protocols or, or what we call SOPs, standard operating procedures, um, if you don't have systems in place to handle this scale, things start to break really quick. And at this level, 250K per month is where all the inadequacies of both you, your team, and your operations as a whole really start to show. 250K per month starts to put a magnifying glass on everything. And this is where, you know, all of a sudden you realize, wait a second, this used to work, but this definitely does not work anymore. I mean, you start to start to question like, wait a second, what am I doing? Is this even going to work? Because you're starting to reach a threshold of what, uh, what your business can actually sustain based on what you currently have. All right. So fatigue in their market, that's another big one. Uh, fulfillment becomes a massive issue and you as the entrepreneur become the bottleneck. This is where you start to realize, wait a second, this is getting bigger than me. This is bigger um, than may maybe I even knew it would get. And now I'm starting to realize, wait a second, I don't necessarily know or have the resources or skill sets in place to handle everything that's coming at you. And this is a big place because this is where you start to realize that you are now exiting the realm of entrepreneurialism and you're starting to go more, you know, full on legit business uh, enterprise level and you're going to need to figure it out. And this is a really big one. You're going to need to borrow confidence and that's going to come from mentorship. It's going to come from people that have already been there and done that. You will not uh, traverse this zone on your own. You're going to need people that have been there and done that. They've figured out how to break through these uh, certain challenges and, and the bottleneck in particular as an entrepreneur. You will simply not outwork this scenario. There are not enough hours in the day. There's not enough energy in the soul to be able to, um, you know, support scale beyond this zone without the help of better systems, more people and better people. And so the focus here really needs to be on systems and, and just operationalizing everything you possibly can. Um, it's a really key component. And then, uh, as you then traverse into the stage four, 500K per month, this is where the focus is on team and culture. Now you're really starting to pull yourself out of the day-to-day. -day. You're not stuck in the weeds anymore. You've now, you know, you've raised yourself above that and you are operating the business as a true CEO, which means you have decision makers under your advisement who are bringing ideas, solutions, 
and growth concepts to you. They are actually helping develop the business and you are essentially, you know, managing, guiding the vision that you're steering the ship, but you are absolutely dependent on the quality of expertise that you have attracted into your business. And this is where team and culture is such a huge element. You cannot just hire people with a bigger paycheck. They, the, the A players that you're looking for at this biz, at this stage of your business are not just there for the money. They're going to be there for the vision, for the culture, for the mission statement that you have. Uh, these are all very key elements of your business that you're going to need to have in place to attract the quality of people, what we call A players, into your business at this stage and, and to retain them long term, right? Sure, everybody wants to get paid well. That's great. But the reality is, and I can promise you this because I see it all the time. We've seen it directly here within the wealthy consultant company is that in order to attract the quality of people that we want, there has to be an environment and vision and mission in place that's going to make them want to stick. Because again, we're looking for those entrepreneurial minded CEOs, experts, you know, the, the C suite, um, team that we're looking to create. They have to have a sense of ownership. They have to have a sense of this is part of why I'm here. I want to invest my, my time, effort, and energy into building this mission as a collective team. And that can only happen if you have a very strong, um, you know, clear focus and culture for everybody to kind of sync up to and, and live with and live by. So that's basically it, guys. Let's really, uh, let's recap really quickly here. So stage one, 10 to 30K per month, focus on sales sales cures all at that point. Like, yes, you can do it better. You could optimize, you can do all kinds of different things. Probably you could break off and create new products and all these things. That's great. But the number one focus is get your core offer, your core business cranking in sales. You just need to get that consistency. So you have the, the revenue flowing through the cash flow flowing through your business so that you can sustain long enough to grow into the next stage, which is around the hundred K per month range. Again, just a general uh, level there, but hundred uh, K per month is really where you're going to have to start focusing on, you know, decentralizing your exposure, your attention methodologies in the business um, and in the marketplace to make sure that you're not solely dependent on one form of lead generation, for example, or one revenue stream for your business. You got to remove that concentration risk. And that's where you start to diversify across different product lines or where you start to diversify across uh, different um, advertising channels and strategies. There's a lot in place here that you want to make sure that you're 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 durable for the long term in order to support the growth that's going to come at stage three, which is around the 250k per month mark. And this is really where focus on systems is so critical from onboarding, um, you know, client and hiring. Um, I mean, it goes on and on. Internal operations, HR, uh, fulfillment you name it, all these things need to have very clearly articulated SOPs in place so that everything is running like a well-oiled machine because everything needs to be fully dialed in in order to support stage number four, which of course is around that you know half a million per month mark. And that's where you now have a team fully operationalized and um, invested into the systems that have been created. And now you have a culture and a, a clear um vision that everybody's operating under. And at that point, you now have something that's truly enterprise scale ready, and you can really start to evolve as an entity. And at that point, you have certainly made the evolution from entrepreneur to CEO. All right. Excellent guys. This was a quick one today, but I hopefully this, this helps, um, you know, with where you're at in your journey, regardless of where you are in these four stages of evolution. It's not to say that one's necessarily better than the other. They all bring 
uh, very real challenges. And the beauty is that those challenges only make you stronger, wiser, and wealthier. And that is exactly what we're all about here at TWC Talks Podcast and the Wealthy Consultant Company. All right. Excellent, guys. Thanks for joining me today. Look forward to um, having you on another episode and we'll see you then. Take care. Oh, 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 oh